This is Orson Welles on the Air, featuring the old-time radio performances of the legendary Orson Welles. Orson Welles as the third man. The Lives of Harry Lyme. The fabulous stories of the immortal character originally created in the motion picture The Third Man with zither music by Anton Karras. Here now is a story of power politics and international intrigue. I got mixed up in it because I decided just for a change of pace to earn an honest living. I got myself a concession in Molina for Buzzo. Buzzo being, as you probably know, a popular soft drink. And Molina being, as you probably don't know, a small island republic in the Mediterranean. The concession I won in a crap game, as it just happened... The dice were loaded in my favor. But the way things turned out, I'd have been luckier if I'd lost. Stick around, I'll tell you about it. as Harry Lyme, the third man, in today's story, The Dead Candidate. Hello. Sea is nice and calm, isn't it? Yeah. You're getting off Melania City? That's right. Me too. For goodness sake, what for? Buzzo. I'm going to get married. But what about you? Buzzo. You keep saying that. Sounds like buzzo. That's right, buzzo. Millions of people keep saying it. Keep drinking it, too. Oh, sure, I remember. Buzz buzz off with buzz. Buzz. That's it. The drink thrill for a nickel. I have the concession for Melina. Yes, I'm carrying the buzzo gospel to its last frontier. Aren't you pretty young to be getting married? Listen, how would you like to be called Kraut? You're never too young to change a name like that. I suppose not. A lady in Washington told my fortune in a teacup for 50 cents. Mm-hmm. And you know what she said? She said, I'm going to marry a diplomat and take a journey across the sea. And look, it's true. Only, what do you think the diplomat's doing now in the bar? Getting drunk. No. Playing stud poker with that Greek from the second class. Is your fiancé a card shop? No, he's just a diplomat. Consul general in Washington for the Millennium Republic. Someday, he says, they're going to let him be the Millennium Secretary of State. Yeah, sounds wonderful. When's the wedding? I don't know. 
I guess just as soon as I fall in love with him. And there he is, playing poker. Looks like it's going to be an awfully long engagement. How about breaking the monotony? I warn you, Miss Cross. You're very pretty. I'm going to kiss you. Okay. That was nice. What's your name? Harry. Harry Lott. All right, Harry. You go right ahead and kiss me again. I hope I'm not interrupting anything. Oh, Joachimo, you wouldn't care if you well, were. Well, I, I guess I'll be running along. Yeah, don't unless you're not. No, really, I, I must. Well, uh, be seeing you. Hmm. Don't you want to know who that was? I don't know or care, really. I'll choose my own occasions for being jealous, darling. You can't force these things. You're not a Latin at all, Joaquin. Of course I am. When I think of Latins, I think of guitars like the one that's playing now. And a moon like that. And a balcony. Darling, I don't think a balcony is provided on this boat. You wouldn't know what to do with it if there was one. What do you do with a balcony? Romeo climbed it. He did not. He got over the garden wall, all right. But the balcony was too much for him. That's the whole purpose for a balcony. To present the opposite sexes to each other with maximum Visibility and uh, minimum availability. It's our romantic Latin natures. We prefer reading the fine print only after the contract is signed. You know what you are, Wakimo. What? You're a poop. Here you are going on about women in general, when just two minutes ago your woman in particular was being kissed. Oh, yes, I forgot to ask you. What was that fellow's name? Harry Lyon. Never heard of him. Did I tell you I lost the poker game? Listen, Wakimo, huh? I want to talk to you seriously. Oh? I don't care how Latin you are. Just because we don't love each other is no reason why we have to get married. Let's sleep over I don't want to sleep. You'd better. We're getting into port early tomorrow morning. I never should have let him go. That was my mistake. Who, that fellow Lime? That fellow Lime. He's not just that fellow Lime. Oh, then who is he? He's Harry Lime. And what of it? You mean to tell me you never heard of J. Harry Lime? Never. I'm surprised at you. Honestly, I am. How long were you in Washington? What's that got to do with it? You were the diplomatic representative of your country, and you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Haven't you any idea why Harry Lyme is going to Melania? Why? You don't know? No, I don't. To look things over for the president, that's all. Uh, the president of Melania? No, the president of the United States. And what's he got to do with the president? What has Harry J. Lyme got to do with the president? I thought it was J. Harry Lyme. It's the same thing. You mean he's one of those presidential advisors? The president doesn't make a move without him. Oh. Of course, you don't see his picture much in the papers. He likes to keep behind the scenes. But, Susie, you're always making up stories. I'll bet this is another one. If the president were sending somebody to Malinia, we would have heard about it. But this is unofficial. Oh, Yes, that's the way he always works, unofficially, incognito. This time he's pretending to be a representative for Buzzo. For what? You know, buzz off with Buzzo. It's a soft drink. Very interesting, very I tell you what, Susie, if you go down that companionway and then up by the prow, you can see the porpoises. The who? Uh, porpoises. What of it? They're phosphorescent. I don't care. Well, go and look at them anyway. I'll be with you in a minute. Well, at least you're being forceful. That's some improvement. I'm just going to send the cable, dear. I'll be right with you. Yeah. You're the wireless man, aren't you? That's me. Mm, you've been playing your guitar very nimbly. Thanks. You want to hear something special? Yes, amigo. The sound of your quick hand on the telegraph key. A nation's fate depends on you. Now, see if you can take this from dictation. Uh, it should be in code, of course, but then code costs a little money, and a little money is exactly what my country doesn't have. Mm. Malignan Foreign Ministry. Most secret, most urgent. Line, repeat, line, first name Harry, arrives Malignan City, my ship, tomorrow. Am I going too fast for you? Yeah, no, that's okay. Good. For your information, this line is the American president's chief confidential advisor. Line's purpose visiting Malignan, obvious. Stop. 
Certainly, I need not remind you that our repeated attempts to obtain financial aid from Alinea from Washington have been always rebuffed due to American prejudice against what they refer to as, quote, dictatorship, unquote, stop. This presidential advisor, Lime, will be looking for evidence of despotism, comma, brutality, comma, and terrorism in a police state. Need I say that he will not find any such thing? Repeat, Lime will not find any such thing. Yours, democratically, Joaquin. Is that all? Right. Send it straight, wire. That'll be $20, mister. Uh, my, my fiancé will pay you. Good night. Good morning. Good morning, Harry. Well, we're almost ready to land. Mm. Have you ever been to Melina before, Harry? No, I haven't, Susie. I just thought I'd ask. Looks nice from here, all those banners and flags. Must be a holiday, huh? Don't you know what's going on yet? I don't know anything about this place. Well, it's an awful little dictatorship for one thing. Harry, what are you really doing? What do you mean, really doing? Buzzo. That's what I'm doing. Buzzo. Well, you just keep on saying buzzo. Well, people keep on drinking buzzo. Not in Molina. They drink abomino. It's made out of the rinds of tangerine. Well, the days of abomino are drawing to a close. What's that noise? I think it's the Molina National Anthem. Look, there's a pilot coming out to meet yeah, us. They've got an orchestra on the pilot boat, too. They're really going to town. Harry, I'm afraid I've started something. Mm -hmm. Will you take my advice? Gladly. The first thing you do when you meet the dictator is to get him to sign over that buzzer concession. Now's the time. Yes, but how do I get to see the dictator? He's coming out to meet sure, you. Sure, sure, with all his cabinets. That's right, with yeah. all his cabinets. Have you got any money? There's three dollars left in my purse. Why? Wonderful. You can take me to dinner tonight. Later in the season, when the citizens start buzzing off with buzzo, I'll take you. But we're all having dinner together. We're all having dinner. Joaquimo is coming, too? Right. Not only Joaquimo, the president, the president's wife, the mm. cabinet, and everybody. Now by the president, you mean this dictator, Admiral, the, the who's this? Admiral Cuchibamba oh. and Lolita. Lolita. You know, the famous Lolita. That's Mrs. Cuchibamba. It's Mrs. Dictator. And we're all having dinner at the same table? That's right. You're kidding. Look at those banners on the dock. Here, take my binoculars. Thanks. Read what the banners say. Hmm. Viva. Harry Lyme. <laughs> That's funny. You know what it looks like? It looks like Viva Harry Lyme. That's what it says, all right. I give you my word. That's how it happened. It wasn't my doing at all. Here I was actually trying to hustle an honest buck. Here I was going straight. And look what I got into. Politics. Susie managed to explain the situation to me just before the official breeding committee got on board. She only meant to impress her boyfriend, and here was the whole Millennium Republic, or rather dictatorship, turning itself out to impress me. First, I was surrounded by numberless, dusty-faced little gents, all jingling with medals, and then I was confronted by the fabulous Lolita. Lolita, with her regrettable egrets, her very white, sharp little teeth, baleful green eyes, and skin like uncolored marzipan. Senor Lyme, in the name of our glorious leader, my husband, I bid you welcome to the island paradise of Malinia. Viva Malinia! Viva Malinia! Viva Harry Lyme! Viva Lolita! sure, a lot of beat-up-looking characters without any shoes had been issued armloads of paper roses. 
They threw the roses at me. Then I was put in an open car with Lolita, and off we went for a triumphal tour of the island. returns in just a moment as the third man. Orson Welles, as the third man, continues with today's story, The Dead Candidate. As of 6.30 that afternoon, I was still an honored guest of the Melanian State, and a banquet was scheduled in my honor. We take you now to the presidential palace, where Lolita is pinning herself into her evening dress. The admiral, his medals all arranged, is waiting for her on the other side of the screen. See who that is, Sugar Plum. It's Joaquimo. Your Excellency. Yes, Joaquimo? My uncle Isidro is fading fast. I expect to hear any moment that he has... Taken wings. Too bad. The best foreign minister I ever had. I gather I inherit the post. But what the... Please don't bother to object, Your Excellency. My uncle Isidro has recovered speech long enough to brief me on the job. What do you mean? Signora, the essential for a post in your husband's government is information. I cannot remember that your uncle Isidro was ever minister of information. He was minister of culture, which is a title, and chief of secret police, which is a fact. In Malinia, the information is politically important in direct relation to who has it about who. Uncle Isidro had lots and lots about everybody. A legacy is handing down to me. But don't worry. All the dirt will be as closely guarded as before. I look upon this as a point of family honor. And I look upon it as a form of blackmail. I suggest we stop bickering, Signora, and get down to immediate questions of state. Such as? Such as persuading this Harry Lyme to use his influence in Washington to get us some of that money. And how are we going to do that? Oh, that's easy, by convincing Lyme that Malignia is really a democracy. No. These phony demonstrations of democracy for Lyme's benefit have put us in a difficult position. Difficult? Difficult? Just take the speech Lolita made today. What about my speech? Signora, it was dynamite. You promised the people freedom of speech, freedom of worship, shorter hours, higher pay, old age benefits, and hot lunches for the children in school. Naturally, there was applause. We don't even have a school to serve the lunches in. That was just for Lyme's benefit. Did we get his name on the check? It's not that easy. Free press, free speech, free lunches. The next thing they will be wanting to vote. That's just what I was going to suggest. You what? What? We must 
in the words of Shakespeare, busy, giddy minds with a presidential campaign. You mean with more than one candidate? And ballots to fill out? We're trying to look like a democracy, aren't we? Well, what could be more convincingly democratic than a presidential election? That's just silly. I must say I agree with Lolita. The idea of a presidential election in Malignia is silly. May I ask why? Why? Because there's only me to vote for. Suppose we find someone else? Why should we? You mean somebody on our side, somebody safe. Me, for instance. Signora Presidente, sounds rather nice. Not sweet, mate. Let's not get ourselves excited. Since a communist menace is just as necessary to an election, it's my suggestion we combine the two. And you want me to run against the Red? Mm-hmm. Where are you going to find one? Well, I did think of Campo. Campo? We only called him a Red. Poor old Campo. I'd, I'd almost forgotten him. He was nothing but a milk-and-water social democrat. Besides, the real trouble with Campo is he is dead. Who's Campo, Sugar Plum? Before your time, sweet meat. Campo was president of the republic before the coup d'etat. What did he die of? Oh, some of the boys were chasing him. The boys? My boys. It was fairly rough going in the last days of the civil wars. You know the sea cliff up west of the country club above the Christian camp called Robbersleep? Well, Campo leapt. We told the people that he fled, escaping justice by leaving the country, which is, after all, more or less what happened. By the way, where's Lyme? In the Grand Imperial Hotel in his suite. He wanted a hot bath. If he gets it at the Grand Imperial, he made history. While I was in America, Excellency, I made quite a survey of election campaign methods. And in many cities and even in some states... Sweet, you know, it make me another drink. Look, I'm sorry to press this point, but I'm not mistaken, am I, in the belief that we're facing a real crisis? Crisis? Bankruptcy? Not too much water, sweet me. Now, to get back to the American election... Don't eat so many nuts, sugar Let plum. us say that some political machine is challenged by a reform party. Yes? Well... First, if this other party gets a bigger vote, there's the venerable tradition of dropping the ballot boxes in the river. But the best tactic is to ensure victory from the outset, and for this purpose, the cemetery is there. The what? What could the cemetery? Party workers are sent to the public graveyard. They consult the names on the tombstones and make careful lists which come in very handy on election day. There's no better way of getting a comfortable majority for the straight party ticket. Really, there's nothing more reliable than a dead voter. Now, my idea is even better. Without boasting, I feel it bears the hallmark of true statement. All right, all right. What is it? I'll put it simply. I doubt that, but go on. If you can improve your chances in political campaigns by using dead voters, why not make absolutely sure? Fine, but uh, how do you do it? Isn't it obvious? A dead candidate. <laughs> Naturally, I wasn't present for any of these secret meetings of state, but later I managed to piece it all together in jail. How did I happen to be in jail? We're coming to that, but just for a minute, let's review the situation. The Melenian dictatorship was busy turning itself into a democracy to put it over on Harry Lyme, who in turn was putting it over on Melenia. The banquet in my honor, of course, was a big do in which all the guests got themselves nicely tanked up on abomino. I managed finally to get away for a taxi ride with Susie. The driver took us up to a place called Lover's Leap. Lover's Leap is what they call it, senorita. But Campo's Leap is the real name. Campo? That's the name of the man who's going to run in the election. Mm. They told us about his night, Harry. Sure they did. But driver, you don't mean to say he jumped in the ocean from here. Senorita, he did not have any choice. But he couldn't have lived. Oh, we have always told ourselves that he did, senor. A sardine boat picked him up, and some day he comes sailing back and deliver Malinia from its bondage. But, driver, haven't you heard about the election? Maybe the driver wasn't at the bank. Oh, that's true. Well, driver, they just announced the election tonight. Campo is going to run for president. Too bad. Well, why too bad? Well, you said they were running him for president. Yes. Hmm. 
then he must certainly be dead. Yes, but what happens if they elect him? Elect who? The dead candidate, of course. It's your idea. What happens if this social democrat, this Campo, wins the election? Signor, of course he'll win it. How can he if he's dead? That's just what makes it such good politics. We encourage the popular notion that Campo is alive. And since he's not, he's the perfect candidate to run against the admiral. But that means Sugar Plum will be defeated. Yes, the voting public is notoriously ungrateful. But listen to this, Signor. We read it so that Campo apparently announces that infirmity and old age make it inadvisable for him to return from exile. I should think so. The man's dead. Meanwhile, up on Campo's leap, the Melenian moon was still going full force. Harry. Yes, sir? Come closer. Closer? No, keep your head up. I want to get a look at you. Ah, senorita, you uh, have noticed it as well. Driver, you're a very nice driver, I'm sure, but I wish you'd go away. No, senor, no. You will be needing me to drive you to the hospital. Hospital? It's true. You're coming out in spots, isn't he, driver? Yes, and just where will you see him tomorrow morning? Spots? What kind of spots? Alinean measles, senor. That'll be three weeks at least, senor, in quarantine. <laughs> Malinian measles. That's what I had to thank for missing the better part of the history-making Malinian election campaign. However, Susie, who came daily to push fresh fruit through the bars of the pest house, kept me pretty closely informed. Come in, come in. Is this your office, Fatima? Yes, excuse the shirt sleeves, but we're awfully busy in here. On the door. Yes, I'm now acting Minister of Culture. Uh, have a drink. Chief of Secret Police and the Admiral's Campaign Manager. Here you are. Thanks, Fatimo. Well, this is Basel. Certainly is Basel. The stuff is sweeping a bombino right off the market. Now, tell me about Campo. Campo's doing almost as well. And Frizo? Frizo never heard of him. No, besides, the Admiral Campo's the only candidate. Frizo isn't a candidate. It's a drink. You mean like Basel? Well, Frizo is better than Buzzer, really, if you ask me. I didn't. Lime gave me a nice percentage of the Buzzer concession, and there's no need for competition. Competition is democracy. Exactly. Here, let me read you Campos' dying words. I just wrote them. Beloved fellow countrymen, you see, we thought it we'd best let him die officially just on the election eve. More dramatic that way, and the whole lot safer. Come in, come in! Hello, it's me. Keep your distance, you're in quarantine. Not anymore. I sort out the bars with my nail file. Besides, my spots are fading, aren't they, Susie? A little, Harry, but there's such a lot of them, aren't there? Joaquimo, I came here to make a confession. Sorry, we haven't got time for that now. No, this election has gone far enough, You mean you got instructions from Washington? No, I don't ever get any instructions from Washington. This was Susie's idea, Joaquimo. She just made up one of her little stories. Uh, You know how I... Wait a minute. Are you trying to tell me you are not the president's right-hand man? Right. You're under arrest! Arrest? What for? Suspicion of being an American spy! Take him away! En route to the Who's Cow, my little escort party and I encountered a new visitor to the island. A dapper, ambassadorial sort of character with a crew cut. Uh, uh, look here. Are you an American? I am. Oh, thank heaven. Maybe you can get me out of this. My name is Lime. Lime? Uh, Did you say Lime? Yes, Lime. Not Lime of Buzzo. Well, yes. I'm Jones of Frizo. Good day, sir. Hello, get me the newspapers. Get me the newspapers on the phone. Quiet now, everybody. Quiet now. Let's keep our heads. Hello, hello. Is this the editor's office? Quiet! Here's your headline for tonight. 
throw the stones discovered. Marshal Lord Clare. That's right. Call out the guards. Close all the bars in the billiard hall. Shut off the telephone. Wait, wait. Wait, I can improve that headline. Well, yes. Never mind the newspapers. Send the boys out to burn up the ballot boxes. Too late, too late. What do you mean? Too late. Too late. Too late. It doesn't matter if Peter Campo's elected. Yes, but it does matter if he's alive. Alive? You mean Campo isn't dead after all? He certainly isn't. He's been in America all this time working for Friso. What's Friso? Another one of those soft drinks. Campo's been working as a bottle washer in the Scranton Works. Well, you know how Friso feels about Buzzo. Signora, this is not a competition between soda pop. Oh, yes, it is. Now, Friso sees a way to edge Buzzo out of Maligna. They've chartered a special plane. A special plane? Yes. President-elect Campo is due into Maligna tonight. Well, you know what that means. It means a special plane for us going out. Well, Your Excellency, we have dared greatly, and we have failed. Yes, what do you want? My name is Jones. Who cares? Jones of Friso. Signora, Your Excellency, gentlemen, I beg to inform you that Maligna is liberated. What do you mean, liberated? You must face the logic of history, Signora. Yes, democracy has come to Melania by courtesy of Friso. Friso! Friso! Harry Lyme returns in just a moment. And now, Harry Lyme. Included in the liberation, I'm glad to say, was one slightly spotted jailbird by the name of Harry Lyme. I was also included on the passenger list of the outgoing plane. And there you have it, the inside dope on the birth of a nation. I'll never go straight again.
that's the show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, you can find more from the show you heard today and thousands of others at relicradio.com. And also donate through the site if you'd like to support Relic Radio. You can find more information about that by visiting donate.relicradio.com. Thanks for your support and for joining me today. Be back soon with more. Thank you.